This is Laree Daniel Favors, and welcome to The Hub. about my next guest. He is an Urban View family member. He is someone who I think has probably been on every show on this channel, and if it hasn't, I'm sure that is soon coming. But he is the amazing Drew McCaskill, Corporate Communications Leader at LinkedIn. He is a cultural analyst, DEI champion, and marketing leader. Currently working as LinkedIn's Corporate Communications Leader, McCaskill draws on his wide-ranging expertise to craft strategic communications that are informed by cultural competency and inclusiveness. McCaskill regularly contributes cultural and economic analysis to SiriusXM. That's why I say he is a family member and before he joined uh, LinkedIn, he led diversity and inclusion strategy for the global sales, marketing, and public affairs function at Facebook and U.S. consumer marketing and global communications at Nielsen. Drew, it is so good to have you back on the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Marie, it's so great to be talking to you. Oh, your voice just always makes me happy. I just... (laughs) Can we just, can we, how are you? It's been a minute. Your laugh. It's been a minute. Listen, I uh, we had a whole pandemic. I got yeah. engaged. I built a house in the middle of a pandemic in Atlanta. Right. Like right. it's a, it's a whole it's a whole new world out here. I love it. I love it for you. I was I remember seeing news of the engagement. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Locked it down. Locked Locked it down. down. I'm glad they did because you know, Drew. Well, God bless. God bless. bless. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm so glad to have you here. Your your knowledge and your insight and the way that you put things is really always helpful. Whether you're on Karen's show, Clay, I always find myself learning a lot from you. And you have been writing a lot and talking a lot about artificial intelligence in a way that I think is very necessary for our community to understand. And we're going to talk today. Uh, particularly about AI and the impact on professionals of color and women in the workplace. So, Drew, you're in the know. Give us the, the what is the, the bird's eye view of where things sit? We had ChatGPT out earlier this year. It scared the bejesus right. out of a lot of people. Where are we now when it comes to AI, now that the initial fervor has settled a bit and we're, we're firmly in that space? I think the public fervor has settled, Larie, but behind the scenes, the fervor is still fervoring, right? Mm. Like every every company just about it is trying to figure out how can they harness this tool so that they can be ahead of the curve and not behind the not behind the curve on it. Um, we're going to see um, tons and tons of folks literally changing the way they do business to make sure that like AI is an opportunity for them to get higher levels of efficiency, to get smarter, faster. All of those things really matter. And it matters to the workforce because people keep talking about this like it's going to be this new industrial revolution. But Larie, you and I know that industrial revolutions have not always been kind to black and brown folks, right? Come on. And so what I am trying to do is is to talk to professionals of color, particularly black folks and women, to say, listen, AI is here. Um, Even if you are not changing jobs, your job is about to change on you in some meaningful ways. And what Mm -hmm. I want you to do is don't panic, pivot. That point blank period. Don't panic, pivot. Like this is an opportunity. Um, AI could potentially unlock a lot of opportunity for you at work, whether that is being able to do more work more efficiently. So you have more time to actually focus on the things that you would, that you really enjoy doing at work, 
or um, giving you the opportunity to, um, you know, work smarter, right? Like you literally don't have to begin a blank with a blank page. You can use tools like ChatGPT to say, okay, I need to write this email or I need to start this business plan or I need you ChatGPT to pull all the research on um, companies in the United States that are actually doing, you know, that are that are producing, um, you know, hair care products, natural hair care products that are organically based, right? Like you can start using these tools mm. to be um, a, a personal assistant, a researcher, all of those things, but you got to know how to use it. And what we know, what we've been looking at at LinkedIn is that people have mixed feelings about it, right? Like if we look at, at yeah. AI across the board in other industries and things like that, again, it's not always great for us. And what mm -hmm. I'm saying is that um, our research says that about 64% of Black folks feel like that AI is going to significantly change the way they do work. About 88% of us say that we're actually excited to use H to, to use AI and to use AI at work, but more than half of us say we don't even know where to start to get educated and get training on it. Mm, and yeah. so, and that's where me and my team said, okay, we're looking at this data. How do we make this more accessible to more people, right? Like it is never our ambition that holds us back. It's usually our access to information, our access to opportunity and our visibility. So we're at um, the team at LinkedIn, we are um, making the 10 most popular AI courses that we have available on our platform. Millions of people come to LinkedIn every single day to get training for work, to get certifications. So we're making the 10 most popular AI courses free through the end of the year year on our platform what? so that way yes for free you all you have to, if you are on linkedin you can sign up for linkedin today pay zero money and get these 10 courses for free i'm talking about oh. everything from these courses can teach you things like what is generative ai right um, it, you know, how to research and write using generative AI tools. What do you need to know about the new release of ChatGPT4, right? Or if you're a little Wait, bit more- Wait, you said advanced, Chat GPT 4 What happened to one uh, through three? We, well, we you know, you, know you can you can pay and get the, the new new, right? Like you can pay the fee and get the new ChatGPT4, which is bananas. Um, you know, one of the LinkedIn courses that we made available for free is how to write better prompts in AI and generative AI, right? Like so much of what you get mm. out is the question that you ask and how you ask it. So we have a whole course that will teach you how to ask better questions using tools like ChatGPT, using tools to say, okay, it's the prompt that gets you to what you want. How do you write better prompts? for the things that you need. And it doesn't have to just be like, you know, what's the temperature in New Zealand? No, it really can be like, I need a, I need to write a business plan um, for, uh, for a new hair care tool that I'm, a new hair care kit that I'm creating. Damn. Help me chat GPT. What are the five things that I need to, that I need to know about, you know, releasing a new product in the United States. How do I get a patent for this, right? What are my mm. protections for that, right? Or I need to write a business plan. Give me the five things that are that are needed in a business plan today and it'll pop it out, right? Huh, 
You know what, Drew? What's crazy about this is a couple of weeks ago, maybe even at the beginning of the summer, a friend of mine, mutual friend actually, uh, was working on something and for their their project, their podcast, and they went on to ChatGPT and said, I don't know what the prompt actually was, but they basically the end result was they wanted a video script and a, a like a 90 second video that took some content and put it in like a, a, a like basically they had put together a YouTube video, a highlight reel of their work. Drew, when I tell you, they sent me the link. They was like, yo, check this out. All I said was like this, I want like a video that everything I just told you. Drew, when I tell you, ChatGPT had put together a script, had a voiceover, had an actual video link, like everything they need. Now, as you said, they didn't have to, that's not what, what their final product was, but it could have taken a couple of, you know, an hour. It could have taken a couple of hours for them to just get that base together, going through what a script could look like and then pairing it with images and video. Dude, it was done in like five minutes. In like yeah. five minutes. And I was like, well, damn, if I'd have had this when I was blogging at Afro State of Mind, I'd have blew, been blew up. Like, so it, it really yeah. is. I, I don't think people who haven't used it, I don't think we have a real understanding as to what the functionality of AI can do. You, you mentioned something like personal assistant. How could somebody mm -hmm. use artificial intelligence to help them with their personal assistant needs? Okay, one of the things you can absolutely do is like you could pop it into one of the um one of the chats. Well, one, there are tons of like AI-based tools that you can put in. This is what I have to get done in a day, or this is what my calendar is. I'm gonna connect my calendar to this to this AI calendar tool, and it will say, listen, these are the these are the windows of time where you have the most availability, right? Or it'll say, mm. you know, you are you're talking about these five things um on at different times during the day here's a here's an alternative calendar where if you move these meetings to this time you'll be talking you'll be doing all of your serious xm um content work on this day you'll be doing all of your personal afro state of mind content here you'll be doing all this other stuff for your other day job here like it'll help you figure out how to better navigate some of those things if you can even set it up to say like look I write, I'm a, a person who writes emails very direct. I've I've mm. had in reviews, people say to me, you write like you've consulted an attorney, right? And I feel like that, you know, for better or worse, <laughs> maybe you need to feel like I've consulted an attorney, but in the All other right, that's instances, not a bad thing. <laughs> right, in other instances, I might need to be a little bit more warm and fuzzy. You could say, here's what I need to say in this email, make it softer. Literally, it'll mm. pop out a, a more, a, air quotes softer version of that of that email right like and so there's a bunch of things that you can do based on what you need and there are a bunch of different types of ai tools um you know chat gpt is not the only ai tool that you can use i'll tell you what i'll do i've been looking at probably about 10 different um ai tools i'm gonna put i'm gonna tweet out the 10 that I mm. think that people should can probably use and use in their real life, like right now, right? Or like much like you said, that, that video script, there's like things that you can do in like Grammarly and some of these other tools and Canva where you literally like, there's a bunch of folks who are doing graphic design that are gonna have to up their game because now you can mm. put in a prompt into um, Canva and say, yo, I need a presentation that is that I'm going to give to the Hispanic, you know, Chamber of Commerce. I need to have a diverse set of um, of Latino 
images in this presentation of that wow. is has curly hair, straight hair, darker skin Latinos, lighter skin Latinos, so wow. that I can show the full range of what that what the Latino population looks like in my presentation. Canva will do that for you. Like there's a there's a tons crap. of tools that you can use for that. And for anybody that says like, well, look, you know, like I said, 50 over 50% of black folks said that they don't know where to start to get the training. So boom, here's where you can start. Here's all of these free trainings um, for you that are available to you through the end of the year. But all right, so now you say, okay, I've taken a couple of the a couple of the training courses, Drew. What what is your advice for this, right? What is your advice mm -hmm. for me as maybe not even a job seeker, but just as a person who knows that this is going to show up at my at my work, learn the language, learn the lingo. I will say this right now. If you listening to this to this radio station right now do not know what a large language model is, that means that you don't necessarily have the basics of AI, right? Because I think that that's one of the basic things. Take one of these courses and start to learn the language and start talking to people at work and that understand having the language puts you ahead of the curve, right? Start mm -hmm. talking to your to your boss and people at work. It's like, hey, how are we thinking about AI and how AI can make us more you know, productive or more efficient? Are we thinking about AI at work? Start to use some of that language. And then people are like, oh, yo, this person is somebody who might be good to put on that you know, AI tiger team because they already know what, what we're talking about. They have wow. some modicum of understanding of AI and its implications, right? Here's the, the thing that I say about that is that um, the people who in other sort of revolutions who said like, oh, the, the, the robots are, are not coming, right? Yep. It was the people who said, you know what? The robots are coming, but I am going to learn how to work on the robots, repair the robots. I'm going to work. I'm going to learn how to program the robots. I'm going to learn how to manage people who work on the robots, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to be one of the people who audits the work of the robots. Listen, the reality is, is that right now in the beginning, AI is likely not going to take your job. But somebody who understands AI might take your job. Damn. Because that's been the thing. A lot of people have said, well, AI ain't coming for me. But if your coworkers understand it and you don't, and I can have AI basically uh, look at my calendar, which is a disaster. My calendar is a hot Same. ass mess. <laughs> but if I can Same. have AI let me know how to better organize my week. Are you kidding me? That is huge. And if you're somebody who can navigate that and speak that language, you are going to be more in demand than somebody who's just like, oh, I heard about this thing that these these supercomputers can do, and uh, right. I just don't know how to do right. it. <laughs> right, and and we need more, and we need more black and brown people who understand the supercomputers and the power that the supercomputers have, and how to talk to other people about using them. Right, and so mm -hmm. well, the thing that I would say is, don't be afraid to test and try existing tools. You are not so far behind the curve because if you've ever put um if you've ever been writing an email or searching for something on the internet and you start writing and it finishes your sentence or it finishes a finishes a phrase for you and it yep. puts what it predicts your next word will be that is ai that is artificial intelligence the only thing it is is that this technology just takes massive amounts of information and then feeds it back to you with a really 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 educated Yes, right? Mm. That's a lot of what AI is. So don't be afraid of it. I mean, if you're looking at things like um, 
you know, on LinkedIn, we definitely have some AI powered like writing suggestion tools, right? Like if you're building out your LinkedIn profile and, and we will give you suggestions based on what you have. It's like, hey, here's our suggestion it built into our tool to make this more succinct. Right. Mm. Sometimes and, and, and like with all tools, like you will have to tweak it to personalize it a little bit, but it gives you some really good outputs to let you know, like how to write this for a business setting of many of us are are on different platforms that are that are about work. And then we're using our at home voice to talk about it. You need to use your at work voice sometimes to talk about the things that are about professionalism, right? Like mm -hmm. I tell people all the time is like, you don't need a beach selfie on your LinkedIn profile unless you're a surf instructor. You don't have to go out and get, you know, brand new headshots. You can take a, you can take a camera phone photo, but take that camera phone photo of you as how you would show up for work that day. Not mm -hmm. just you just chilling on the beach, that kind of thing. Like little things wow. like that can yeah. help you decode work culture in writing. And so much of that is important for, for what we're doing. Like I would say like, the other thing I would say is start talking to people in your network about AI, how they're using AI at their job, because we're stronger together, we're smarter together. The, my group chat has saved me in my career a million times. When I said, yo, did they give me all the interns from Howard because I'm black? And my group chat said, yeah, <laughs> and this is how you rock it. This is how you make sure that those interns have a great experience. I'm like, okay, I'm with it, right? Mm. AI is going to be similar to that. A lot of it is going to be peer-to-peer -peer mentoring and things like that. And talk to your network about it. The other thing I would say, Laurie, is go on platforms like LinkedIn. Look, I get a shake from them the first and the 15th, but I would say this even if I didn't. There are tons of experts, AI experts out there, many of them AI experts of color that you should follow so that you can keep up with where AI and artificial intelligence is going, particularly as it relates to work. We did a, we worked really hard to make sure that even in those AI courses that we're making available for free, that there are people of color and women who are those AI instructors as well. So that you get a sense that this is for us too. You know what, this is one of the reasons I really appreciate the educational component of LinkedIn. And then I feel like of all the social media platforms, there is a, a level of, I, I don't want to necessarily say service that LinkedIn provides, but there, is, there are some, I feel like other social media platforms, I'm giving content, I'm interacting with people, and I give content and interact with people on LinkedIn to a lesser degree, but I learn from LinkedIn. There are the learning component of the LinkedIn system, the LinkedIn line, and I don't get a check from LinkedIn on the first, I don't get any check from LinkedIn. But I will just say I right. as a beneficiary of LinkedIn, it is extraordinary. The resource library there is extraordinarily helpful. And Drew, when you first uh, put out that this was something that LinkedIn was going to be working on uh, via your article where you were explaining uh, AI and its impact on communities of color and women, this is extremely helpful information. And the fact that you said it is going to be free through the end of the year. Now, some of the amazing Nubians have pointed out that some of you may have access to libraries, local community libraries that will also provide at free learning uh, opportunities yep. through the LinkedIn platform through the library. So if you're not able, you know, if it's beyond the end of the year and you still want access, you can do that as well. Uh, but Drew, it feels to me like this really is going to be, or it is right now, the pivots that you said, don't panic, don't pivot. It feels like we are in the midst of the pivot right now. And if I am particularly someone coming from a generation where I type in text speak, you mentioned earlier, sometimes you, we, we speak about business things with our outside voice and we 
need to speak about yeah. business things with our inside voice, particularly those of us, and I'm thinking about the young people younger generations who have grown up typing with thumbs and speaking in text speak. And if any of you have ever gotten a text message from a young person, be it your child or somebody else's, you know what I'm talking about. They don't even have ver- uh, vowels in all the words. It's like this sort of like NGL is not going to lie. You just got to know some of these things. <laughs> it feels like this, if they, if they use it effectively, this can also be a tool for folks who are learning how to transition into what corporate communications look like, sound like, feel like, because unfortunately a lot of our kids don't get training and how to speak office oh absolutely you can literally put into like a, a platform like chat gpt here's what i want to say make it sound more professional or make it sound more uh make this make this email sound more work appropriate you can actually you can absolutely do that and here's what i want to say to black folks because i know i urban view i come to urban view because i know that this is where people are trying to get are trying to you know have an impact that they're that they're i know urban view changes people's lives because we get because of the information the quality of information that all of the urban view hosts the real rigor that y'all put behind, we ain't just out here throwing out anything to, to right. our people. And right. Black professionals, Black folks in general, are actually early adopters of technology. We have always made technology platforms hot. We have mm-hmm. always made these things work better, right? We've always been on those places. And here's the one of the reasons why I came to work at LinkedIn. I, as you know, I worked at a at another technology company and I was recruited yeah. to come here. And one of, the, one of the reasons why is that I think about how we have, as a community have over-indexed on Facebook, on Twitter, mm. on um, all of these other, on Instagram and all these other like platforms and networks. Imagine if we over-indexed on a platform and a network that was created to connect people to economic opportunity. And Come that's on. what LinkedIn does. And I, and I would say that, you know, we are, have always been early adopters of technology when we have access to it. And that's what I'm talking about with AI is that we always remix it and make it better when we have access to it. And so it's really important to remember that, like, you know, similar to other significant social advancements, underrepresented groups, we oftentimes feel left out of the important important conversations around driving change. We don't have to be left out of this conversation. In fact, we should be leading it, right? And so... That's what I'm saying about like, whenever there's an opportunity to actually get in front of these things, we should get in front of them and start playing around with with these tools and start using them and start telling our kids to use them and start telling our parents to use them. You know, like my generation, I sit between multiple generations Mm -hmm. and I want us to be learning this because we've already seen a 65% year over year increase in learning hours for our top 100 AI related courses on LinkedIn. Somebody is out there learning this and I want black folks to be in that number. Now, Drew, this the upside of this is amazing. I, I'm literally going to do this whole personal assistant exercise. I'm like right after the show. <laughs> that's, that's definitely something I'm going to do. But there, there's also the ethical concerns about this, right? Like I remember when yeah. ChatGPT first came out, people were like, I don't want to be teaching this 
thing. It's going to be benefiting from my knowledge. And then because black people make everything hot, but we don't typically benefit financially uh, from the hotness of from the heat that we create. What are the ethical considerations that we have to take into account here? Are we teaching chat GPT? You know, because when we say help me to write this email in a way that sounds professional. I also the black side of me here is that it sounds like professional in white speak because there's a difference. Like there's a difference. How do we grapple with the ethical considerations and the, the disconcerting nature that we are teaching these robots to be better at doing this thing that might also displace a whole lot of us. And I, somebody recently pointed out to me, well, you know, everyone's worried about their information being available online. Didn't y'all like used to have whole ass books that was dropped off at your house with like everybody in your community's name address in it? Like what is the difference? So Drew, are the ethical concerns much ado about nothing or is there a balance that we have to strike there as well? I think that there's a balance that you have to strike, right? Like, I, I don't listen. If you are worried about uh, the internet, if, if you are not worried about the internet having your information, then you should not be worried about AI having your information because <laughs> it is pulling from data from from huge data sources that you have already given permission to use your data, right? If you go on any any uh, any platform that and that you use on a regular basis, whether that is an email, um, an email platform or a social network or any of that, where you do it for free and you do not pay for it, you are paying in your information and your data, right? So let's just all, let's all just be real adult and clear about a couple of things. Your like, tons of this information is out there, um, and that's what these tools are using already anyway. Do I think the I think that there's risk in, in artificial intelligence and that we have to that we have to stand on the watchtower of it, that we have to have more people of color in the rooms where decisions around artificial intelligence um, are being made. Absolutely. We absolutely should. Do I think that we as a community should have should be talking to, you know, leaders about who is watching to make sure that that there's representation in the room? Absolutely. But. I, should we should that stop us from being a part of this revolution as opposed to the revolution happening to us? Uh-uh. We should be mm. engaging and we should be learning. You can learn it without necessarily putting all of your information into it, right? Like I think that there's a way that you do this that if you are more intelligent about it, you can interrogate the narrative and the leaders and the creators of this in a differentiated way. But you wow. can't do any of that if you don't learn it. Mm. And fear has never done a whole lot to advance our, our issue. <laughs> like whatever our concerns are, moving in a spirit of fear has never really put us where we needed to be. Uh, and so I, this is one of the reasons why having folks like yourselves who are experts in this arena, who can break it down and make it plain, uh, is extraordinarily important. I know I personally am going to be looking for these uh, this list of the 10 places that you should look at or the 10 AI uh, top 10 tools that you can use. Because Drew, when it first, when ChatGPT first came out, I was talking. I typed in chatgpt.com and I, yeah. I couldn't find it. I was like, where that? It ain't like, what, what, how am I supposed to get it? So, <laughs> so people, let alone it's like when people know what said, how do I get on black Twitter? Yes. <laughs> when, when people are, where's the black Twitter? How, do I type that in? No. I, where's the button? I, where's the like? How do I follow black Twitter? <laughs> right. Right. So, and, and that's what, and that's where it comes in. That's why Larie, that's one of the reasons why I was like, I got to talk to, to, to my urban view family about this so that we yeah. can start to figure out where to find these tools and like how to hear about it um, and how to think about it differently. Because um, I, I am, I'm really bullish on, um, 
on artificial intelligence and us getting ahead of the curve on it. Because listen, I'm not foolish enough to get on here and say that AI has not had its issues in our community and has not had its issues that black people are crazy to have some anxiety about it. We're absolutely not crazy to have some anxiety about it, but we have got to be educated on the tools and what the tools can do so that you can better protect yourself when you have the information to do so. My people perish for lack of information. And what I'm saying is the information is here. We're trying to, and there are people inside of these technology companies and inside of these machines who are trying to help democratize the access to it. And so that is, that step one is for us to learn the power of these tools, learn how to harness that power and to start thinking about it, start creating our own businesses and our own platforms using this, start leveraging these tools to make our own um, our own businesses work better for us to get mm. better information into our own ecosystems so that we can harness these tools. Because just like the internet, when people are like, oh, I ain't, I'm not worried about no internet. I ain't getting no, no internet. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Look at us now. <laughs> okay. Look at us <laughs> you know now. I mean? and, and for many people, um, for many people, the internet is what brought down the gatekeepers for tons of information for us, right? And so technology can be, can have, do all of the things. It can be a villain or a superhero, right? And part of that is how you understand the tool itself. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to get people to. Well, Drew, in addition to that, you have really effectively reminded a lot of people as to the tools that LinkedIn provides. And and I like that it's never, at least in my feed, it's never become a gossip space. I know for yeah. a lot of people was like, it's going to just be like gossip for work. But no, it is always sort of retained its its ability to, to sort of stand out uh, in a way that makes it a tool, not just a space to gather, but a tool that can be used to facilitate just a, a greater sense of, of understanding and a greater capacity to di really direct one's career. So I, I appreciate appreciate this. And I, I, like I said, bro, I'm going to be looking for that list. I'm all over yep. this article. We shared it in, um, we shared it in, or in Nubia. Uh, I believe we're also sharing it via Twitter. This is the article that Drew wrote that, that basically helps to unpack all of what he just explained. And it's called, oh, let me get up the article title just so that the people who ain't on social media can also access it. Uh, the article is called a uh, AI at work is here. How professionals of color can choose the can close. Oh Lord, can I actually read? I might have to need AI to read for me because clearly <laughs> my, my ability to read has been squandered. Uh, AI at work is here. How professionals of color can close the AI confidence gap and thrive. And thrive is in all capital letters. And Drew, your energy, your spirit is is always designed to help us be better and to do exactly that. So thank you. Thriving is our birthright. It is a part of our birthright. And I Amen. feel like I'm gonna be a little bit better. And I'm gonna actually get my calendar together. Me and let me find out. I got to get on the train a little bit. Got some traveling to do. Let me find out. Uh, me and AI going to figure out how to manage my calendar. Something that has eluded me my entire <laughs> professional career. <laughs> Drew, I... we love you, love you, love you, brother. How can people follow you? How can they connect with you? And how can they uh, perhaps even access what you are sharing via LinkedIn? Yeah, so follow me at Drew McCaskill on Twitter. I don't always talk about work stuff. So, uh, you know, follow at your own risk. Uh, the other thing is um, on LinkedIn, I am Andrew McCaskill on LinkedIn. Please um, go to my LinkedIn page if you're on LinkedIn and follow my newsletter. It's the Black Guy in Marketing. It's not just about being Black or about being in marketing. It is about 
how our identity shows up at work and how we can, um, we're not supposed to just survive at work as people from underrepresented groups or people who are considered other in some way, shape or form. We are supposed to thrive. You can like your job on days other than the first and the 15th. Your job does not have to rip, does not have to rob you of your peace, your edges, your hairline, or your time to be with the people you love. Mm. You can thrive at work and still be paid, right? And so, so much of what I share are career tools, how to use career tools, including LinkedIn and other career tools to thrive at work. Drew, I, I darn you for creating a whole other topic for us to discuss right at the end. Thriving at work and not only being happy on the 1st and the 15th, that is such a rare thing. I, f- yeah. I always feel blessed that that is like, like I love what I do. Now it can be frustrating as hell because you know yep. systems and things you got to navigate. <laughs> but like working in your purpose and loving what you do on a regular basis, that is such a freaking gift, man. And I yeah. am just constantly reminded as to how few people actually enjoy it. And my wish is that, as you said, that others will be able to, to really love, even if you don't love your where you're at necessarily, but be able yeah. to love what you do and do it in a way that gives you an internal sense of joy as well as the extrinsic extrinsic uh, benefits that come with it. We love you, Drew McCaskill. You are always welcome on this show. Thank you once again for being with us. I love you back.